from funniest to least funniest guest. Oh shit, sorry. Hello. <laughs> Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Hello. Hey there, pal. How are you, Matt? Oh, I'm pumped up, bud, as you can see. I got, got my Leaf mug. I got my Leaf sweater on. You're, uh, you're, you're ready to go. We got Boston Leafs uh, later today, 7 p.m.? Uh, I think actually 8. Is it 7? Oh, it is 7. Okay. Wow. Wow. You don't even know the start time. I swear I saw it at 8 somewhere. There's an hour, uh, like, opening ceremony of okay. the game. Well, that's just to be really, really uh, exciting. Um, let's not talk about hockey anymore. No. I, I love you. Uh, you know, I, no, no, no. I enjoy some hockey. Absolutely. But come on, we're here to talk basketball. Uh, many, many times on the pod, uh, tall guy, big wigs fan, lots of good stuff, joke writer, joke maker. <laughs> Give it up for Adam Christie. Good to be back, fellas. It's good to be back. It's good to be home in beautiful Toronto, yeah, Ontario. Welcome oh, home. Wow, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you excited about these uh, many, many playoff series that I'm ex- to begin? I'm excited to be finally, you know, I was living in the city of Los Angeles, California mm-hmm. for a long time, and I, I, I miss Toronto sports because Los Angeles is a fine sports town. It's not Toronto, though. Being oh. in Toronto for the Leafs and the Raptors oh. at the same time. Huge, huge week for Toronto sports, actually. You and got the TFC in the CONCACAF finals. Yeah, they're going to the CONCACAF finals, which, yeah. is, which is huge. It's kind of crazy. Three actually. home games with the Jays. Sure, the Jays. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the Jays are, you know, it's, it's a bit early. Everybody, clap your um, hands. Okay, you know what? Let's just uh, let's bring him right on. It's the second time on the podcast. Hilarious dude. Uh, he's in L.A., beautiful L.A. I'm sure he has some stuff to say about uh, the sports culture in L.A. Uh, just came in with an album. I'm sure he's going to plug it after we're done talking basketball. Give it up for Will Welton. <laughs> hey, Will. Uh, wow. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, sorry if I came on a little late. It's just that all of your music cues could not be less uh, pleasing to the ear when played through a telephone. <laughs> Jesus. Matt's over here with an organ, so I don't know why you're talking about music cues. He's, he's really giving it, it over is- the opening, the opening song, I like put left my phone in my bedroom and went into the kitchen so that I would be as far away from it as humanly possible. Well, uh, I'm sorry, we're we're tormenting you right off the bat. Uh, but can how? I, wait. Oh, go, so, go ahead, sorry. Go can, can I cut you off? I don't care about Will right now. Um, wow. What, what I wanted to say, I love Will. He's my best friend. Um, uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say before we start talking about basketball is okay. first I was I was supposed to be on the show with Ennis Esmer, and um, I was I was thinking. Because me and Ennis, uh-huh. I was going to have... Because Ennis is so positive about the Raptors that yes. I was going to have to take on the evil Raptors role of, you know, kind okay. of doubting okay, and hold maybe on. this... Hold on, and I have th- to push back against positive. Ennis is literally in denial about the Raptors. <laughs> Ennis... Like, uh, he literally refuses to accept reality as it is going on around him about the Raptors. Which is, also I'd like to add, a classic Toronto sports fan. Uh, business. Can I swear on the podcast? Swear, I swear away. There. Um, can, can I add that uh, Ennis 
wanted us to talk about him on the podcast. Great. So uh, here we are. He's the first topic. And it's Esmer. I was saying that I would have to become become uh, the, do, do this side of uh, debate with Ennis, and then you replaced Ennis with maybe the Shadow Raptors fan, <laughs> Will Weldon, no. who could not be more negative. I think Will gets a bad rap. He's, he's, he's a realist. If Will, if you were to visit Will and talk about the Raptors in some sort of fantasy land, it would definitely be in the middle of a volcano, an active volcano. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, if I can, if I can say image. something in Adam's defense, I have literally described my Raptors fandom as a curse I am unable to live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's pretty, that's also, pretty fair. At, and also, this is perfect because you know what I'm about to do right before we start talking about the Raptors. What's that? Uh, in the playoffs is take my antidepressants. So this is going to work out great. <laughs> there you go. You know, this is like a good like primer for that. Um, Let's that was, talk about That was me trying to take a positive spin <laughs> and it clearly fell flat. That's a lot of my life, actually. Um, yeah, let's talk Raptors. Hit it, Matt. <laughs> in the kitchen again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Adam, I'll start with you. I'll give Will a sec to get back to the bedroom there. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do a little bit on the Raptors, and then we're kind of going to go through all the series. So um, let me just hit you with this one. What happens if we lose game one? Uh, oh, God. Uh, it's going to be so boring if we lose game one because it's going to be the same stuff. And I think Toronto Raptors fans are so sensitive about what the American media thinks mm-hmm. about them. So if we lose game one and they can continue the narrative of classic playoff Raptors, it's just going to be upsetting and it's going to be sad. I'm going to be very, very sad if we lose game one. Yeah, are you going to read all the articles? I don't think so. I think maybe I'll check out a little bit. But if we lose game one and uh, everyone in America who doubts the Raptors is once again right... I think I'm just going to be bummed out. And uh, depending on what happens with this game, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really go into how we play the rest of the series and what our strategy with minutes for this deep, deep team is. Will, uh, how, how are you going to feel if the Raptors uh, lose game one? Uh, nothing. I'm not going to feel anything. <laughs> it's, I'm just going to be, I'm going to feel numb and I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to be like, yeah, of course. Like, of course. <laughs> like, Especially watching last night, just like watching the sort of the like as the scores were all rolling up to completion. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, this is hilariously perfect that this night is going maybe as badly as possible for the Raptors. Yeah. Without, like Van Vliet got injured. DeMar. We're going to face Washington and then we will play Cleveland if we beat Washington. So, yeah, it, it did yeah. go pretty poorly that last last day. Yeah. And two um, and uh, um. Uh, two other guys, um, who, um, oh my God, I can't believe I can't think of his name, but like two other guys also got hurt. What's his face took an elbow to the face and, uh, two Raptors, Van Vliet. Uh, an, no, Van Vliet got hurt. The, yeah. I, I didn't know yeah, anyone yeah, else but, got um, hurt. The power forward, uh, what's his face? Siakam? Why can I not remember his name? Pascal Siakam? No, not Siakam. Ibaka? The starting power forward. Ibaka? Ibaka. Yeah. Ibaka got like elbowed in the face, didn't he? I didn't see that. I only watched the condensed game with like the nine minute highlights. Yep. I didn't watch the full game. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, it's like he came back into the game, but he like took a good shot to the face. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, good. Hopefully he plays nice and scared for the first few games of the playoffs. Oh yeah. Well, actually Ibaka though, I feel like that would make him angry. 
And ang- I, I, although I don't know if angry Abaka is good Abaka. I think like he'll try yeah. and block every shot, which is kind of good, but he might also just like jack up way too many fadeaways in an angry way. God, I hope not. Um, okay. How I, about- am, I, I do think Adam's right in that if they lose, it'll just be so boring. Like very like, rote. You just have to sit through the same narrative once again. It's yeah. just going to be like just so dull. Yeah, boring would be my answer. Okay, Will, uh, how about this? Um, you know, take, Come I guess. Come up with your own answer. Oh, come up with my own answer. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, no, sure. Challenge me. Um, this is great. Uh, my own answer would be, oh, fuck. Um, I, I, I would say that it would just be like, I would have to like, um, uh, noise cancel the heavy majority of Raptors fans just because oh yeah i would be more upset with raptors fans than american media because i think american media you know they always portray canada in like one of like max eight ways like if you ever watch like saturday night live like it's like the same kind of canadian jokes or you know you know what i mean like or like i don't know there's always the same tropes come out about canada and you know us not mattering so i i wouldn't be that bothered by by the U.S. media, I'd be more bothered by Raptors, hysterical Raptors fans who were putting too much importance um, on a, a single game or a single series. So that's my answer, Will. How's that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Wow. I'm so glad. I give you... it. Um, I give it a three out of ten. So, nice try. I'm so glad. Oh, you. Wow. I thought you were going to give me a six out of 10, man. Three out of 10 is, that's like way off. I'm so happy that for your Raptors basketball podcast, you uh, you, you picked the saltiest comedian who doesn't know Serge Ibaka's <laughs> this is, name. This is perfect, though. It's actually perfect to have Will and you. Uh, sorry, Ennis. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, okay, so, uh, Will, um, try to take the, like, uh, let's say medium view, not a long view. But um, if the Raptors lose the first round uh, to the Washington Wizards, what do we do? What's what's the what, do, what does the franchise do? Is it I, like panic, tear it down, or, or is it kind of like, oh, we had a good season, let's build starting, off that? Starting very negative. <laughs> I, I, uh, we got it. We got it. I don't think. Um, I don't. I, what? what uh, there isn't really anything they can do. Uh, I think they would probably let a few. Like they would let some pieces of the bench walk like to like get back under the cap because what's the point in having this like I I think at that point they would just begin the process of like the eventual teardown we're gonna see in three seasons. Oh you so, mean like, like they they'd, they'd kind of reinforce that heavy, Lowry but they just timeline? like let you know you let the guys who aren't gonna be like I think someone like Siakam, they're not gonna let Siakam walk because I think they have something invested in seeing if a guy like that is going to, you know, if he develops like a three point right. shot, then he's going to be an incredibly valuable player. Um, but like some guys, I don't know, like you can let Delon right walk. I like Van Vliet, but he's not a starting point guard. So you can probably let, uh, let him walk uh, instead of right. I'm not even sure whose contracts are up, but like you just don't need to keep the team around. And I just think it'll be, they'll let some minor guys walk in preparation for when, the uh, big three are gone. The big three, Jesus Christ. The, uh, you know, the heavier than normal three. Hey, yeah, they're, they're, they're a substantial three. That's fair. Um, Adam. Yeah, substantial three. <laughs> they're a substantial three. Uh, Adam, uh, what, what's your, what, yeah, what's your take on, is it like Hell's Bells or what's, actually, what's going on if we I lose actually, the series? I don't, I don't know if this is crazy, but I don't, I don't know if, um, 
I don't think that's the worst case scenario for the playoffs. I think the worst case scenario for these this Raptors playoffs is we narrowly lose to the Cavs in round two. Like we have a very competitive seven game series. That's the, the worst Cavs. case. I think that's Why? a worse what? scenario yeah. than us losing in the in the first round. Because you better explain yourself. If we lose in the first round, there's three scenarios. If we lose in the first round to Washington, or if we get clobbered by Cleveland, there's obviously something wrong. And we've run this we've run this team back so many times that I think we realized then that this isn't working. We need another big star. We need a a big push uh, for somebody, or we need to we need to change something. If we move past the Cavs, it's like we're doing something right. Let's run it back again. This team is good. Let's right. develop our young guys. We can make it to the finals. Even if we lose to the 76ers or somebody in the so if we finals. lose to LeBron in Game Seven, if we lose to a LeBron in a Game Seven, where people are like the refs cheated us at winning because LeBron is <laughs> the favorite from everybody, then we're people just would be like, say that in that voice, and then we're gonna be like, well, we lost to Le- LeBron but it was more competitive, so let's run it back again. And I think that's the worst scenario for the Raptors. Wait, why is the worst scenario the one where we retain the most dignity and self-respect out of these playoffs? Honestly, that's where I'm coming from. Thanks, Will. Adam? I just just think for the future of the team, if we run it back again, if we can't beat LeBron again, but it's like we inch closer, because the first time we played LeBron, we got swept. The second time we basically... No, no, no. First time we played him, it it was like, yeah, we got smoked, but it was six games. Right, and then we get swept. And then if we face them again and narrowly lose... Or just lose. What if Jose Calderon hits a game-winning shot? I would honestly, oh. I would honestly love that. The series-winning shot. Every time I see Jose Calderon, I have like it's like watching my son play. It's like watching my forty-year-old son with a ham farm playing okay. basketball. What if um, DeRozan's on a breakaway to win the series, and Jose undercuts him, and then he like lands really badly, and Jose gives him like a tender kiss on the head, but they win the series. How would you react? What do you mean, what if? <laughs> what? You mean like that's hey, a certain what if, year? Uh, God intervenes in the final seconds of game seven and got it. places LeBron's air ball through the hoop, uh, robbing the Raptors of sure. uh, the, the chance to go to the conference finals. I, I want to explore Adam, every what thought. if, Will. Like even, even the, uh, even, you know, like, you know, stuff like from the movie Six Man. Uh, if, if something like that ever happens on the court, I want to know what you guys think about it. Also, I love that you think that Jose Calderon can catch DeMar DeRozan in a foot race. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. In my in my mind, it was like him doing his like clap thing. Yeah, and it actually Jose Calderon <laughs> will be at half court and half court just clapping at him, hoping yeah. that he'll miss the dunk. Yeah. He will. Yeah, um, in, in my mind, Jose Calderon was like in his car in that scenario. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I guess this is still a little bit negative, but I'm hoping for maybe some positivity. Uh, Will, um, how do you marry the playoffs uh, and the regular season for this current iteration of the Raptors, where we are right now? I mean, I think um, I think the last few weeks of the regular season were like a nice transition into any disappointment in the playoffs because they've really been playing way, way worse over the last month or so. Uh, so, um, uh, well, they, I, for me, they won't be that hard to reconcile just because, uh, I think there was like a nice bridge between if there is like a playoff disaster, um, I think it'll be like a nice bridge. And I mean, it'll just feel like every other year felt, um, you mean like, you know, uh, even like if the playoffs go well, or even if, 
even if we get into Adam's nightmare scenario where we play the I know. best player in I know. the league to an incredibly competitive seven game I know. As a nightmare scenario, that's a really like, <laughs> he took a very, very specific angle. Um, yeah, sorry, go, go on. Like for me, worst case scenario is if we win the championship <laughs> because then Raptors fans will think they uh, help by complaining. Like that's an incredibly <laughs> weird spin to have on something that should be a positive. I'm thinking about the future. Will. I'm thinking about the future. <laughs> um, I think those three guys are gone no matter what, when their contracts are up. Like, well, yeah, I mean uh, like that's I, kind of like by design though. Right. Cause like Masai, like he, he made a three-year window. Like this whole team is on a three-year window mm-hmm. basically. Like, we, yeah, like, like really I, we could even start trading I mean, I Ibaka think, and Lowry next I don't think year. It, like potentially in terms of like the long-term thing, like I don't, they're not going to do anything to extend this team outside of those three seasons because like they just specifically engineered it that way. So, you know, and look, what about like OG and Siakamo? Do you think they could be part of a, you know, something? The one thing too, kind of going back and also with this, like the playoffs and the regular season, if the playoffs go badly, because like Lowry and, uh, you know, DeRozan stink it up, uh, then, then at least there's still, I think there's still a, an organizational foundation where Mm -hmm. like players aren't, I don't think players look at the Raptors as a joke and especially agents don't look at the Raptors as a joke. We have a lot of credibility. There's, there's like, there's organizational foundation being laid no matter how badly it goes because players are going to be like, well, it's not, you know, it's not the organization's fault that those guys have weird uh, issues in, in the playoffs. Also, my other thing too, is I'm worried they would, I should have said, I'm worried they'll fire Casey. And uh, I think Dwayne Casey is like, me too. That would be a terrible. bunch of incredibly stupid things. He's like the least responsible for our failures. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I used to be like, so on the hate Casey train. And this year it's like, not only did, did I become a full on like Casey, like I'm stumping for Casey all the time, but I also found myself looking back on certain things and seeing how he's dealing with this roster and understanding, you know, the organizational aspect and, and, um, and yeah, just appreciating what, what Casey's done. Uh, Adam, how do you marry the regular season in the playoffs, uh, for this, this squad? Uh, well, first of all, I don't think Dwayne Casey's ever going to get fired. I think that, I think if I hope we not. won the East. I'd, it would be insane if he got fired. I hope he's unless, our Jerry Sloan, you know? Yeah. Unless that we had, uh, you know, you know, a coach lined up, but I don't know. People are talking about Dwayne Casey as a potential coach of the year candidate. So I don't think he's going to get fired, but I agree with Will and, um, I, I think the playoffs obviously matter way more than the regular season. No one cares that. Remember Atlanta won the East one year. Mm-hmm. Who, who cares? <laughs> who cares that Atlanta won the They're East? They're actually <laughs> always the team that's referenced for for uh, thinking you've done something good. Yeah. <laughs> like and and it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Like that sixty win Atlanta Hawk team, everyone jokes about, and they also joke about the previous iteration of the Hawks yeah. that were always a middling playoff team, like the the Josh Smith Hawks. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wonder making, how Atlanta people feel about that. I wonder if they were like, yeah, but like it was more exciting than sucking. I mean, it like, is more exciting. Terribly, it's you know exciting I mean? having a good team, but you know, if you can't, it's suck, it, it sucks when you, you can see the ceiling. Yeah. If you can't produce in the playoffs and you can't win it, it's all about winning a championship. And if you can't win a championship, then something's wrong and you have to change it. Okay. Here's my take. You know what? I, oh, I'm actually fine. Uh, I'm fine with not winning a championship. Me too. If this season is like, good and people play up to yeah, me too. expectations 
Like, sure. I'd be fine with that. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm totally all right with that. Here's my regular season playoff marriage take. So obviously the playoffs change, you know, you're going to have, like, we'll, we'll talk about rotations in a second, but you know, you're going to have, things are going to change. Um, and I think with the regular season and the playoffs, if you were to look at it from the beginning of the year, to me, it was, um, can this new system be instituted successfully? And can our young prospects develop? You know, Casey was given no veterans to rely on. There's a, that was the goal of this season was was to remain competitive while developing. So I think the regular season, obviously, all goals achieved and more. So obviously, the playoffs are kind of you know. I think our success is going to be contingent on the playoffs, but I think we'd really have to abandon our system in the playoffs. And our young guys would have to not show up. I'm not saying that's 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 clearly very possible, but I don't think both things are going to happen. So that's why for me, it's going to be a, I'm probably going to have an optimistic outlook, regardless of what happens. I think if we do lose, and we're like a historic one eight loss, then that would maybe change that. But yeah. um, if we play Cleveland at all, that's I'm probably going to land somewhere in um, this season was a huge success. We mm-hmm. were never, never going to beat LeBron. Yeah. That's probably where I'd land. Sure. But I think we're, I think we can beat LeBron. I think we can go to the finals. Can we talk Ooh. about, uh, can, can I ask one negative thing before we move on to positivity and like uh, talking sure. about the playoff series? Sure. Okay. Freddie, Will, Matt, what if, <laughs> um, how would you feel if the Raptors players all got injured in game seven and Dwayne Casey had to turn to the crowd and say, always asked this question. does anyone here know how to play basketball? And he picks someone out of the crowd who brings the Raptors back to win the series game seven and becomes, you know, is the player of the Oliver game. Oliver Jewelry. And that person is Jordan Peterson. How do you feel? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to hell with that question. Um, I fucking hate the Raptors. Uh, okay, I'd be so, the, uh, my hate for Jordan Peterson is stronger than my love for the Raptors. Honestly. Um, I'd, um, I'd love it if it was like Jordan Peterson with a oh supporting my. cast. Of uh, the guys from uh, 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 White Male Comics Matter or whatever that <laughs> oh, yeah, show yeah, was yeah. at Yuck Yucks last oh, night. God. That oh, starting God. five wins the Raptors the championship. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like that would be like oh fuck you know what I oh, I should I should I should rein in yeah I was gonna go okay whatever you know let's what scoot away <laughs> yeah yeah let's scoot away um, so uh, yeah, rap- like, I will say the one thing I'm comfortable about saying is like. <laughs> knowing him the least and finding him like the worst of that whole bunch, I would like be totally fine with like Alan Park getting fouled insanely hard. <laughs> <laughs> just like a Chuck Hayes power bomb. Yeah, dude. Just like, just who? Just getting like, yeah. Because well, the Cavs are bringing back Perkins, right? I would love. Oh my Perkins God, they are bringing back to Perkins. foul Alan Park so hard and then run away. <laughs> like he does with his like fake tough guy shit. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to let's go to the series. Let's go to the series. I, I'm loving how like uh, pointed and weird this got. Um, okay, so uh, no wait, what, one more question before the series, and for me, this is a bit of an optimistic question. Um, I feel like the Raptors' deep rotation is framed around um, other teams never using ten or nine players, but really, what's left out of that conversation is. For most squads, players 8, 9, 10, and beyond suck. 
and can't play. Sure. That is absolutely not the case with this Raptors squad. No. We actually more closely numbers-wise resemble uh, – uh, we, we, we more closely numbers-wise resemble the first iteration of the Iguodala-Curry – Warriors without obviously the super upside of the superstars mm-hmm. that that Golden State has, mm-hmm. um, but like the Barbosa, Livingston, the Spates, like the really really amazing you know bench, like that team went deep, but all the way to ten they were amazing and mm-hmm. we're like that as well. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that the rotation is going to be a strength or is that something we might abandon? Like, how far does Casey like stick to his principles? I'll, I'll start with you, Adam. I think it depends on the play of, well, Wait, like Wall, Wall and Beal are going to play 42 minutes a game. And in the playoffs, your star players play a lot. And we have two star players. We have two players who are fringe, uh, whether you like it or not, uh, fringe all NBA players in Lowry and DeRozan. Yep. So they should play 42 minutes a game. But we have we have players that can become streaky, like Lowry has been streaking in the past. Ibaka has the tendency to be streaky sometimes. Uh, so if that starts our, to our happen... Our three-point shooting in general is streaky, right? Yeah, so if that starts to happen and Lowry is a guy where you're like, maybe we don't want him out there for 42 minutes, that's fine. We can put Lowry out for 34, 35 minutes and then play our backup rotation. You think Casey has a guts to do that to Lowry? He's done it to DeRozan, but I haven't ever seen him leave Lowry out. It's not leaving out, though. Even if during you- that Washington series when Lowry was clearly injured. Yeah. But that was different. It was like we had Lou Williams. I mean, oh god, it's the difference <laughs> between that. he's still playing a full game. It's just now he's playing. He's not playing playoff minutes. I think Lowry would understand. But yeah, I mean, if we get another DeRozan and Lowry are both shooting well below their season percentages, mm-hmm. we might see a little bit more of the bench. Yeah. Okay. Um, Will, what, what's your take on the rotations? Do you think it's like this, you know, fake strength, or do you think it can actually be leveraged against a team like Washington? No, I think it's a real strength. And I think we might end up in a weird situation where people just look at numbers and think that like DeRozan and Lowry aren't playing well because they end up uh, with like a negative, yeah, like in the negative, but the, the Raptors still win, but it, en- it ends up just being the type of thing where like, you know, they go on and they kind of play like Beal and Wall to a draw or maybe a little bit under, but mm-hmm. the Raptors end up winning because you know, it is like you were saying, we have a lot. The team has a lot of fourth and fifth starters on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it, you know, it, yeah, it just might end up being a thing where like, do you remember that season where T-Mac was finally going to make it out of the first round? But uh, for I Houston? think they were up 3-1 and they ended up losing in seven because he just got too tired. Yeah. Uh, or like the same way, like last year, Giannis, he just like, Oh, Giannis is gas. Play that hard every single game. So I wouldn't be surprised if it goes like six, but then the Raptors just end up pounding them the last two games because, like, you know, and Wall is coming off of an injury. And mm-hmm. so, but I think, uh, yeah, the bench, I, I think the bench is for sure going to be an asset and they will probably go a little bit deeper than other teams. But it's also partly like you want to rest your starters and Valanchunas is big and gets tired and Ibaka is lazy a lot of the time. So it, uh, it it's for sure going to be a strength. And I think they're going to stay at at least a nine man rotation. Uh, I'm totally with you. I, I think it does put a lot of, uh, 
um, pressure on Casey specifically with his, you know, having bad tactics um, or, or sorry, not being, you know, or not being perceived as a good in-game manager. Although I think he's definitely made a lot of like clever rotational decisions this year. He's made some mistakes, obviously, but um, yeah, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna put a lot of pressure on him to understand, um, you know, if the unit we have on the court is advantageous or not. Um, but you know what? Let, let's, uh, let's, Let's use this Raptors talk to actually kind of go into this Washington series and we'll start talking about the series. Matt, can you give me a little uh, uh, Will uh, music for me? Okay, there it is. Uh, Oh, there we go. Will, take a walk, baby. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Washington Raptors. um, We're not going to talk too long about this because we want to get to the other series. but I'm just going to kind of uh, ask you a super specific question and then we'll, we'll go from there. So I'll start with you, Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, is the uh, improvement of Jonas this year enough to finally um, not get schooled on the pick and roll by Wall and Gortat? And do we have to pull Jonas early in the first game because he can't handle that pick and roll? Can Wall and Gortat handle uh, running a play together? That, okay, that's also fair. Question. Yeah, like will Gortat will Gortat tweet mid game about how Wall <laughs> sucks? Um, maybe, but but no, that that Gortat Gortat's feasted on Jonas for what like three, four straight years. Yeah, um, he's just one of those players that is a bit too quick, mm-hmm. and I don't know, he just destroys Jonas in the pick and roll. So so it's it's not an issue. Is that what you're saying? I don't. I I honestly. What's confusing about these playoffs and some of these teams is I don't know how they're going to come out, and I have no idea what Washington is going to look like when they when they hit the floor. Yeah. Because they've been pretty bad lately. Wall's been out. They were playing great when Wall was out. Apparently, all the players don't like John Wall, and now he's back, and, you know, the best strategy is to give Wall the keys and score. So I don't really know what they're going to look like. I assume it's going to be a lot of Gortown Wall pick and rolls. And I think Jonas has a... I, I I trust him on it. Okay, we're, we're gonna know in the first quarter. I oh, think, we're gonna know to very very quickly how Jonas yeah. how Jonas can fare. Yeah. Um. Will is Beal gonna outplay DeRozan? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they're gonna uh, they're gonna be all over. They're just gonna have a bunch of dudes like uh, they have Ubre, they have Wall. Really, they have Beal. They just have a lot of dudes with long arms who are gonna make life hell for DeRozan. So really the ideal DeRozan is going to be a guy who moves his feet and tries to stay in front of his guy and, uh, I don't know, averages like 15 points, but like seven or eight assists. Like he's going to have to play a bit of a point forward. And if he keeps, if he is on a roll hitting like, I don't know, 30, 34, 35% of his threes, Mm -hmm. then I, I, I think he'll be, technically outplayed but i think he'll like that'll be like his peak value in that situation that's like it's just too it's just too many guys it's the exact type of player they have three of those guys on that team and they're all like really good yeah i mean in that washington series two years ago beal destroyed DeRozan. yeah and he also mocked him 
DeRozan's different, yeah, I mean, though, guys, from two years ago. He is different. different but DeRozan's really grown, and even his defense has improved. This Raptors, honestly, the thing that nobody talks about with this with this squad is the Raptors' defensive capabilities. Like, yeah. we, we saw against Boston, and then, um, what was the game after? We hold two teams in a row under, like, 85 points. Like, that alone is absolutely massive. We also have the, had the best defensive game against Houston mm-hmm. that anyone had this season. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, I think that's one thing that's not really getting talked about yeah. um, enough, just because it's going to hold us in games. Uh, but again, you know, uh, we've seen a million times in the playoffs when you have a play that works really well, it breaks the team down. We, we I mean, it was yeah. the playoffs, but we saw it with the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder when you know Russ was having a major game and Adams Steven basically Adams. outplayed all three of our centers. So yeah, thank goodness we didn't have to fucking um, <laughs> you know see him in the playoffs. But yeah. yeah that that play broke us down because yeah. they just kept doing Although, it, and it that was sucked. like the same thing. Um, that was the same thing with the Bucks last year. But it, I think last last year was the first year Dwayne Casey really as a coach like overcame, like out coached another coach I and agree. just like figured out how to break their strategy. And the, it, the, the also, Norman the Powell starters the is they have they have a lot of advantages, but like they just can't do very much. Because it's a bad team. Like, Gortat's not even really very good anymore. And then they have, like, Beal and Oubre and uh, Wall. And then it's like, I like I, I, genuinely, I do not know who else is on that team. Okay. Like, I was about to start ripping on their other players. And it's like, Sadoransky, oh, like, baby. Is Jan Mahini on that team? He is. He's actually been all oh right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Morris? <laughs> one of the Mor- No, one of the Morris brothers? Yes. Oh, yeah, they yeah. got... Yeah, um, but like, uh, oh yeah, right. Because we got lit up by that asshole. Um, <laughs> that's the other thing. Is I'm just gonna have to watch. I'm just gonna. Uh, I this thing where the Raptors like so many. Like, what does Doug McDermott average sixty two points a game against the Raptors? <laughs> like, it is infuriating. Yeah, but it's all like the trick guys shots on other teams who light us up. Okay, here's here's uh, here's a uh, here's a question just to, to wrap this up that both you can answer. Do Kelly Oubre Jr. and Ibaka get in a fist fight? Adam, I'll start with you. Uh, yes, and I put a million dollars on it right now. Okay, wow. Uh, Will? <laughs> um, uh, I say no, but only well. I say I no too. I think I think Oubre Jr. is pretty good at do. restraining. Is pretty good at restraining himself, like up to the boiling point. Like he gets right. mad and shovey, but he also like. He also like escaped a civil war, so I think he knows a little bit about okay, like self restraint and getting through bad situations. Also, one thing that uh, that I feel like is missing in the Abaka conversation is he's generally had like amazing playoffs per- playoff performances his entire career. Mm-hmm. So even against the Bucks last year, I think he averaged like fourteen points, two blocks. Um, he was a, he was arguably the best player in that Bucks series, even though DeRozan. DeRozan was odd last year because he had, everyone remembers those stinker games, Mm -hmm. but I think he ended up averaging like 26 points a game that series and on not the worst percentages. I I think DeRozan kind of got the, like, you know, he kind of like shook the like monkey off of, what the hell is that expression? Um, Monkey off your back? Yeah. Is it shook the monkey off? I think you can take it off. Throw it off? Yeah. Hey, hey, get it off there however you want, man. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can annoy it off even. Um, Yeah. Are we going to do series predictions? Uh, Why not? Let's do it. All right. Adam, go. Raptors in six. Raptors in six. Will? (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I think I got to go Raptors in six. I just, there just aren't enough good guys on what, like we're talking about what happens with like Valanchunas, but uh-huh. it's like if Valanchunas can't keep up, honestly, I think if you Jacob moved could. Ibaka over exactly. center and just put Siakam on the floor so and just have him jumping in front of so everyone's passing lanes. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think that would just make life an absolute fucking hell for them. Yeah. And uh, and then it's like, okay, yeah. And then, then like the Wizards don't have any answers. Because also Scott Brooks, to me, Scott Brooks is the extra Dwayne Casey in terms of a guy who like, just like is, was, is, has never been good at adjusting his he, strategy in the playoffs. He's like Dwayne Casey's Casey. overcome that. And Scott Brooks simply had like Scott Brooks, cannot cannot coach his guys the way any other way than how he is coaching them. He just like is not adaptable and doesn't get the most out of those guys. And I just think Scott Brooks is going to end up getting like badly uh, out coached as well. Scott Brooks is the uh, Dwayne Casey without the culture change. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. never implemented or changed a culture. He's just been like, guys, you got to work hard. Um, <laughs> and they're like, uh, I'm a superstar. So I kind of already do that. And he's like, well, I mean, Keep doing it. Um, yeah, that, that's my Scott Brooks, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Raptors in five. Uh, kind of the same logic as Will. Um, I'm more so betting against the Wizards, so I think any like playoff you know, jitters the Raptors have will be worked out by our depth and yeah. by the Wizards. You know, even if, yeah, even if uh, like Wall and Beal or a couple people show up, I don't think enough people are going to show up, and I don't think they have enough continuity. Uh, and I think we do. I yeah. think I think the Raptors are pretty this is a pretty confident bunch. Like regardless of what the fans think, I think the majority of Raptors, especially the young guys, are are having a good time and they're not feeling that much pressure. And I could see a guy like DeLon coming in and changing the game, potentially. I think Lowry, it's gonna yeah, be a or, third third time's a charm and Lowry's like, gonna have a good series and he's gonna make Wall work. And I, if I Wall, hope so. If Wall has to work on defense, because Wall likes to uh sometimes just sit down and watch the mm-hmm. other team play when he's on defense. <laughs> yeah. So if we make wall work, I don't think he's, he's, he's going to, we're going to gas wall. Wow. Yeah, man. He has, yeah. John wall has one of the worst attitudes in the league, which I also understand being that talented and stuck with that incompetent of a front office. And when your star player but comes uh, back from injury with braids, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With a massive think, hair um, change? I also think if Uh-oh. one guy, if, uh, if one Raptor essentially falls out of the rotation, I think it could, I think it'll probably be uh, Anunoby. I think he'll keep starting games, but I think once he gets subbed out, he's not coming back in. Like, Well, if he's like nervous and not guys, shooting well, he's out, which is yeah, very I likely. mean, he's like, he, he's hit the wall a little bit and he's come back a little bit better post-injury, but yeah. like, you know, I think they'll keep starting him because Casey likes continuity in the starting lineup. But otherwise, I wouldn't be surprised if he averages like seven or eight points a game. Sure. Fair. Um, okay. Let's move on to the uh, Cavs and uh, Indy. So, Will, I'm going to start with you. Ennis just said on uh, the on the Facebook group that um, that Indiana is going to win. Why doesn't Ennis realize that the Cavs are going to sweep, Will? Um. Because Ennis is one of the most delusional men who has ever lived. Listen, this is what happens when you are very successful in the entertainment age, starting oh, wow. the entertainment industry, starting at a young age. Ennis, I'm you sorry. Like, you're just like, you cannot. It's, it's hard. Look, he's a talented guy. He deserves it. But I think it warps your ability to <laughs> oh like 
see the reality in front of you because you defied the odds so early on. Also, he has this weird thing about LeBron that I cannot like these people who do not, who are like, just like, can I get on board with LeBron? I, like, I just don't under. It's like, I, it, it, I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. It's like, uh, if, if somebody hung up, it's like if somebody hung up a Picasso in front of somebody else and they were like, I don't know. I just don't think it's that good. Like it's, it's, it doesn't matter that you hate Pablo Picasso. It's just that good. That was the most nuanced answer I think I've ever heard on the podcast. Well, <laughs> thank you. He, um, he went really harder at Ennis. to say Ennis is insane and delusional and out of touch with reality. <laughs> I just, I just want to point out that Will has gone harder at Ennis than he did Jordan Peterson. So take, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take oh, whatever you want from hold that. Hold on, but I but I went the hardest on Alan Park out of every. Like, <laughs> listen, if Ennis is in the crowd when they need five new starters for the Raptors, I will be livid if anybody lays a hand on that man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ennis would would Ennis would be like he'd get a perfect. He'd have like, he'd break that Jose Calderon like free throw record. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he'd be like the guy that every single person loves on the team. Ennis, I'm trying to be nice because well, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to make this podcast an Ennis slander pod. How many times has he been on the podcast? Listen, that's not to, it's not about Ennis. <laughs> hey, it's always about Ennis. Um, Adam, do you think uh, Cleveland's going to sweep? What can Indy do to avoid a sweep? Uh, I think it's not. I don't think it's in uh, India. I think it's on Cleveland self-destructing or just being. Cleveland's terrible on defense. They're like what the worst right. team in the league, the second worst team in the league. Uh, Is that going to matter though? In this series, ah, uh, I mean, Oladipo's really good. Mm-hmm. He's real good. So when LeBron covers him, then what? <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, I th- I think maybe they can steal <laughs> one game. And I think Lance Stevenson might put like uh, some sort of like uh, Lance. A, a, I forgot about a, Lance. A, oh, fuck, a poison dart Lance. into. <laughs> oh like, my this, god! This is a series. Lance is gonna do something insane. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, that's how the Raptors win. That's how the Raptors make it to the finals. Uh, game four, Cleveland's gonna be sweeping um, Indy, and Lance is gonna do something to LeBron. Lance, Lance Stevenson is going to construct a trap door on the floor of the Indiana. <laughs> Uh, court I and totally LeBron James will fall through it and break his leg. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, okay, so in, Indian seven, Lance uh, Stevenson trapdoor. I'm gonna say uh, Cleveland in uh, four. I say Cleveland um, in five. Cleveland in five. Will? Um, I'm gonna say five, just because I think there's gonna be a game where like LeBron needs a b- breather and the other dudes just like don't, just like don't have enough in them. Like I think they're. There will probably be one Oladipo game or like crazy ass Lance Stevenson game, like Adam is saying. But I also think I don't think LeBron's going to average a ton of points in the series just because I think he's going to I think he's going to make it his business to make Oladipo look as bad as possible and just let the rest of his team score against the Pacers. If OG can lock down Oladipo like that, then LeBron can lock down Oladipo in a way that we yeah. don't even understand yet. We're going to, I think we're going to see the return of like defensive LeBron and it's going to be crazy. That's uh, I'm with that. Um, I'm going to keep this baby going. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a very exciting series. I don't know if people care about it, mm-hmm. um, but just for me uh, seeing, like I, th- I feel like these teams are going to be like relatively evenly matched and there's going to be so many stars 
in this series. Um, who's the biggest star in this series, or who's going to have the biggest uh, series uh, out of all the players between New Orleans and Portland? Ooh. Will. Who's going to have... Oh. Yeah. Who's going to have is, the biggest is, is, game? Is it going to be like Sorry, the... I was just reading the news. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Billy Mitchell has been stripped of all of his video game world records. No! So, uh... Whoa! <laughs> but you know what? Who cares? He's into the hot sauce business. Good hair. And that's what matters. <laughs> Good. When you got a haircut like that, you don't need a record. Listen, I'm a hot sauce fan, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Billy Mitchell fan, because that's all. That's what his life's about, okay? It's the, the, the video yeah. games were a hobby. It's about the hot sauce. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Sorry, it was who's going to have the biggest game? It was a super convoluted question, <laughs> but basically what I'm trying to ask is um, basically what I'm trying to ask is in the New Orleans uh, Portland series, you know, is it going to be like the the McCollum show? Is it going to be the Lillard show? Is it going to be Anthony Davis? Is someone like Drew Holiday going to be like, don't forget about me? Okay, forget about that stupid question. But <laughs> but you know, yeah, like Davis uh, it, Lillard. Who like what 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 is the narrative of this series? Um, I, I think the narrative is, narrative is going to be, uh, about like, which one of, which one of Davis and Lillard is going to do it four out of seven times. Yes. I don't think, I I think that's going to be a series where like, it's like the X factors are going to be like, how godly are those men going to play? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think Portland, like I like Portland a lot, but I think Portland is kind of the ripest team out West an upset just because like you know you can give them you can give them problems fairly easily if you like key in on those guys and I also think Davis it's not his first time in the playoffs and he's like back for the first time in a few seasons so I think he might just go and also they're all playing for boogie man I think that team has rallied around uh injured uh, cousins and I think Davis is just going to be like an absolute monster in that series I couldn't I agree think, more. I think I it's the Davis like, show. I, think I don't it's, think Lillard. I don't think physically a player like Lillard can do enough to stop physically a guy like Davis from winning the series. I mean, Lillard is kind of playing like near peak Steph Curry. Oh, he's he's out of his mind. Like, he, but but, well but at the playing. same time, Davis is peak someone we've never seen before. Unless you want to go, you know, as far as modern NBA, I always find it so tough to compare current bigs to old bigs because there's so many different like you know demands as far as like where they got to be yeah. on the court. Mm-hmm. But Davis is, yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah, Davis and Towns and and Beat are in this weird kind of like hybrid category of of superstar big. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, what, what, what's the narrative in the series? Are you, are you are you with me and Will, or you got a counterpoint? No, I think it's definitely Anthony Davis is the biggest threat to this series. I think this series is so fun, and the I think one of the biggest stories is Lillard versus Holiday because Holiday is Holiday's also he's had a very good season. Holiday is a, a borderline, probably won't make the NBA All Third Team. But he's in the conversation, I think. And Drew Holiday is also a very, very good defender. Yeah. And I think that he's going to cause Lillard some problems. Also, don't forget the R- Rajon Rondo turns oh, Rondo. into an all-star in the playoffs for some reason every year. I'm really looking forward to the Miritich-Aminu uh, matchup. <laughs> That's big for me. You know what I mean? But I think uh, upset is a big word. I know it's a 3-6, but these teams are only a game apart. Oh, yeah. The, well, it's only oh, like, yeah. this log jam in the West is is... It's not really a crazy upset unless it's Houston or Golden State going down. So I think both of those series, Utah and Oklahoma City and Portland, New Orleans, are very close. I'm going New Orleans in seven. Well, 
Uh, I'm going to go New Orleans in six. I also, it's funny, you mentioned uh, a holiday. I wasn't even thinking about him, but I also, I like, I, you know, I'll love Drew Holiday forever because he took time off so he could like, that was Drew Holiday, right? Who took time off to be with his sick wife. I think so, right? That was Drew Holiday? I think so. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Yeah. Matt and Freddie are currently yeah, I'll uh, just throwing always, numbers up. I just, like, <laughs> I, I just like when people put their lives before sports. And I think, I also think the Pelicans team, like, they're just like really playing well. And they're, they're like a team that is playing above their talent level. They're very, right very, very confident. And I mean, yeah. the Blazers might also be, but just like Davis is nuts. I'm going to say they take it in. Uh, I think it's going to be six. I think it's New Orleans. Oh God. I don't know. I said New Orleans in seven. Will's you, New Orleans in you six. You know what? Just to, just to go on the other side. I don't, I don't having home court and, Portland's fans are nuts, so I mm-hmm. think it's going to be really hard for New Orleans to win a game seven in Portland. So I'm going to say Portland in seven. Woo! Okay, Woo! Let's, let's, uh, I don't love I don't love it though. Let's keep this going to a series that I think is going to be extremely boring. Um, who can score, and will the uh, final score of any of the games be something like ten to eight between the Celtics and the Bucks? Uh, Adam, <laughs> we'll, so we'll start with you. Who can score at all? Who can score? Celtics and Bucks. I think Jan- Janice is going to be able to score. Yeah. Uh, but I really don't see... No, Tatum can score, but, you know. Tatum's... I mean, yeah, they're going to be real low-scoring affairs. It's going to be one of the ugliest series of all time, right? Uh, I think... I just think the Boston's going to wallop them. Yeah, I, I mean... I think I, Janice can... Uh, G, G, do I say his name wrong? It's is it Giannis. 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 No, it's right. Giannis. Giannis. I know. I've been in the league I, for like seven years. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Will. I was going to go at him, but I, I, was like, I no, saw the, like, he doubled down on the G. So I was like, I don't want to grill it's him. It's something here. that I always, <laughs> always do, and I've been I've been corrected so many times, but I will never learn. Yeah. Um, and his last name I get perfectly, Smith. Van uh, Vliet is the one that throws me. Van Vliet. Yeah, when you say Fred Van Vliet, oh, yeah. it's yeah. so hard not to make that second V and F, and I don't know why. Yeah. I think Giannis I thought, it was, Van, I thought it was Van Fleet like yes. six hours ago. I think yeah. it was... <laughs> uh, I think I think that Giannis can steal two games, but I think Boston... Their team is just so good, and Brad Stevens is so good. Sorry, Freddie. I, no, 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 no. I mean, like, honestly, as far as like a Brad Stevens clinic, he's going to do it because he's going up against Joe Prunty. Do you know who that is? <laughs> who knows who that is? Is there anyone that's not me who knows that who that is? I thought the Milwaukee coach so. was an old rocking chair. Like they look over at the, like when they do the profiles, it's gonna be Brad Stevens yeah. like talking to his his players, and then they're gonna pan over to the bench of the Bucks, and it's just gonna be a rocking chair that's always moving, but no one's in it. <laughs> okay, um, no, there there's some interesting things in these uh, in this series. Um, Will, do you think someone like Jabari Parker is gonna show anything? You know, because like he's in a contract, he's in a. Uh, interesting place in his career where he's been so injured. He's probably really wants that contract. This is like an opportunity for him to maybe, you know, do something right. Uh, yeah. I think if, um, if that motivates him in any way, he's going to end up like screwing the team over. Like I wouldn't be surprised oh, right. if he does something like that. I actually imagine he will like play worse and hurt the team because yeah, him be and Bledsoe things other than like, not been good. Cause it is like, you know, they have, the Bucks have by far the best player in the series, but like, you know, the, yeah, Joe Prunty and like they're just gonna they're gonna get fucking. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the Celtics w- lose 
game one and then win the next four just because like the Bucks will come out fired up and Giannis will give everything he's got and then Brad Stevens will adjust and uh, yeah the like you know the breeze will stop and the rocking chair will suddenly become still and motionless and the team will wow. panic and not know what to do. That's uh that's very poetic. Um it's also a bit sad. I don't think it is. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe it is pretty bad poetry. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Uh what about Utah and the Thunder? Um a question I was asked on the Give Me Some Raptor, Raptors News thread is mm. uh by my, my younger brother Thomas. He's very excited for the playoffs. Does Russ average a triple double? But I'm gonna I'm gonna add I'm gonna add my opinion to that. Does Russ averaging a triple double mean they lose to the Jazz, Adam? Like if Russ chases stats in the playoffs, did they lose? Well, yeah, Russ. You know, like for as good as he is, is uh, he's a he's a kind of divisive player because he's not efficient. So how did Russ do last year in the playoffs? Did he average it? I think th- game one of last Russ, year's playoffs, he got a triple double and people were like, Oh, it's just so, yeah. Keep, so basically Russ had very impressive stats and got obliterated by the Rockets. Right. It's the Rockets. Yeah. I don't think he's going to average a triple double. Um, just because Utah is so good defensively, mm-hmm. but, um, I think they could, I think they might win the series. I'm kind of bummed out that these two teams, well, one of these two teams aren't going to make it to the next round. I'm can I say I'm not that bummed out cuz like as much as I'm excited or not excited is the wrong word. As much as I'm appreciative of Gobert and Snyder who is like the Stevens with no media market and um I'm like I'm impressed by that team, but at the same time I'm not I don't. I don't care about them advancing. Like I'm not. I don't want to watch Rubio. Right. Does that make sense? I just. I just have. Whereas I do want to watch Paul George and I do, Russ. I think it's more exciting seeing Utah in the next round than New Orleans in the next round. Okay. Um, how how are you feeling about uh, the Thunder and the uh, Jazz? Is is uh, Paul George going to have a big series? Well, uh, no. I uh, I hate the Thunder. I hate Russell Westbrook. Somebody posted a series of gifts of him literally stealing rebounds like out of his teammates' hands. Yeah. And like at the end of the game, Carmelo Anthony was boxing out for Russ to get rebounds so he wow. could average a triple double for the second season. I don't like him. I don't like I don't really like watching him play anymore. I think he it's like last year he carried his team to the playoffs. And I think this year he hurt his team with the way he plays like I don't think he it didn't seem like he tried to help uh Mello and uh George integrate themselves I I I, I honestly the agree I think they're gonna get I think they're gonna get crushed I also don't like um who's their I can't remember the coach's name the fucking Donovan Forrest Gump looking guy I think that guy is not <laughs> a great coach and he's gonna get nuked too um, I do think he is going to get nuked, but uh, my pick is the Thunder in seven because I think that the major advantage is going to be from you know Gobert being the best player in the series and Snyder being the best coach in the series. But I think that Adams, I, I think that Thunder like basically have a lot of like players who can show up. Yeah, and I think that they will. Yeah. Um, even a guy like Brewer, as, as, as silly as it sounds, has given a lot of life he looks, to that. He looks unit. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I I think basically the Thunder have a lot more talent, and Utah is kind of the perfect team for them to 
struggle against, if that makes sense. Like here's my here's my prediction for Westbrook. I think he's going to average thirty three points on eleven percent shooting. That's Matt just put up a hilarious. photo that you cannot see that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why this happened because it's a podcast and no one can see yeah, it. Yeah, no one can but see there, it. But it is me and Freddie at the table. I'm laughing and looking at my phone. Freddie is smiling at the camera and he is superimposed Will's sad face. I don't know why you're so sad <laughs> he in this he photo. He more concerned, I'd say. But it's like you're looking at like a dog that's having trouble with its like leash or something like that. Like, and you're worried about it. <gasps> it's oh, terrifying. God. Uh, <laughs> o- Oklahoma City in seven. <laughs> Oklahoma City in seven. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Will, are you saying like Utah in six, five? What are you saying? I'm going Utah six, and I think Stephen Adams is going to end up being the best player in the series. No, oh, that's an interesting Woo! take. Um, yeah, I just want to, you know, I want to get spicy with one of these. Yeah, spice spicy. it up. Spice it up. Um, okay, uh, we're gonna stick in the West. Yeah. Uh, this series, I, I, I honestly can't tell if it's going to be boring. Um, I'm going to say yes, but, but I don't know. There's <laughs> just, I, I just have no idea what to expect. Um, Kawhi's out, Curry's out, I think for mm-hmm. the whole series. Mm-hmm. Can Golden State lose this series, Adam? No, I don't think no. they're going to lose. No, I think San Antonio is such a, uh, they still have Kevin Durant. They they like, what, like what, what, how about this? What when's the last time that Golden State hasn't swept a first round series and is there like are the Spurs a team that you can even sweep? Uh I mean like period. Pop, Pop you know could I mean? have something up his sleeve, but I can't see this series going to six games. And I was actually kind of disappointed by how the playoffs shaped up in the West because Golden State now is playing San Antonio, which I think is if I were to pick a team to play in the West, I'd pick San Antonio. It's probably really? the weakest team in the West. Really? And then they play the winner of Portland and New Orleans, who are going to be gassed. That's going to be a long series. So as far as this kind of uh, banged up team that people are like, oh, maybe it's not going to be good for uh, uh, Golden State going going further in the playoffs. I think they have the easiest schedule in the West. What wow. is going on? What are you guys? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what I saw a really buzz just... on my phone, and then I saw it was like a message from Will, and I'm like, I'm right about to ask Will a question. What the fuck's going on? Um, Will, did you send me a message? I'm really distracting everyone with that photo. Yeah. Don't worry. Check yeah, out our Instagram. Your message. Message. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> Will, okay. Uh, so for this series, um, yeah, can 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 Pop do some magic, or maybe are the uh, the Golden State Warriors just that less special without Curry? Uh, I mean, I think they finished the series, uh, the season, um, some, something like ten and or, or, or seven and ten in their last seventeen games. Like they really, really are getting beat all over the place. Obviously, there's a whole thing with a, with a team that's going to make it to the finals, likely, um, if they care or not. But I don't know. Yeah, can you not care against the Spurs and and? Oh crush them still Look, like you know what i mean dude the, the spurs are starting pal gasol like That's you can awesome. care the warriors can care as little as they want and they're okay. gonna win and they're gonna win pretty handedly okay. i feel like uh, aldrich will probably play pretty well and everybody in san antonio will hopefully finally stop insisting that he sucks <laughs> and um although i think that season has largely done that anyway but like yeah this season has been a bit of uh, 
you know, and I th- I think it'll be good for uh, Dejounte Murray to to get like some run in the playoffs and mm-hmm. some more experience, but like as like a proper starter. But no, I I would be shocked if the Spurs managed to win even a single game. Like wow. Pop okay. is not. He's just and like Kerr is also a really good coach. Kerr, Kerr is amazing. Yeah, and and like the Warriors. I mean, they still have Kevin Durant. They still have um, Draymond Green. They still have like Clay Thompson, like they're just going to bomb the Spurs out of the building and the Spurs are going to play hard, but like, it's just going to be a total wash. The The Warriors have um, the disproportionately like, they're like some of those teams, like the heat teams with uh, the big three were like, you know, they win like 51 or 52 games, but they're like a 65 win team. They just like took a lot of nights off and took it easy. Right. But uh, I also I don't think the Warriors are going to make the final. I don't think they're going to make it to the finals this year. I think the Rockets are going to beat them. Whoa, whoa. Just, Wait for the What end. was that? Was <laughs> that going to be talked about? I just don't think. I don't know. It, it's too hard. It's too hard to do that four years in a row. Unless I, you're LeBron James in the bad East. It's like, I just don't think they have it in them. All right. You ready for my take, buddies? Check this shit out. The Spurs are going to give Golden State a major fucking run for their money. They're going to lose in seven, but it's not really going to be about the Spurs. They're going to be their old tricky selves where they're like, you know, guys like uh, Bryn Forbes and Kyle Anderson (laughs) and all these weird slow pokes uh, are going to bother them. And Aldridge is going to kind of feast on Draymond Green, who's lost a step. And he's not going to bring that step back. Like I, I think Draymond, out of all those players, um, and Iguodala, but Draymond especially, has lost that gear. And I don't think he's going to turn it on this whole playoff run. I think Draymond is still such a leader. And I agree. once game one rolls up, he's going to be screaming. He's going to be I on agree. Aldridge. But he's going to be all all bark, no bite. Okay? I mean, Check this Green's out. And, and, and Curry... Not playing the entire series, Livingston being a step slow, Iguodala being a step slow. I think that they have so much talent, but the continuity is not going to be there in that same way. And a guy like Pau Gasol is going to feast on Jordan Bell, and there's going to be a bunch of weird, annoying storylines. I think the series is going to be just unbelievably annoying for Golden State. I think they're going to like lose two games themselves, and the Spurs are going to win one game, and then when they win, they'll like blow out the Spurs. If that makes sense. I mean, would you put it past Pop to run a full court press all game? No, like, that's all. I, w- I wouldn't put things. anything. I wouldn't, like, especially with the Pop Kerr relationship. I, I had also just even, even, even the way that Golden State beat the Spurs last year. Like, I think there's so many things that that play into this series, including potentially a weirdo Kawhi return. Like, I really think that. I don't know. Lots. I have no idea what to expect for this series. So, like, if I'm a hundred percent wrong and Golden State sweeps them and wins every game by twenty points, I'll be like, oh yeah, right. I guess I'm. What if Kawhi? What if Kawhi comes back but he changes his hair, John Wall Wall style? What if it's like (laughs) green or something? Wait, he already has like braids. Like, so so do you mean like if he shaves his head? Yeah, I'm not saying braids are the thing. I think it's like changing your hair hair in general. Yeah. What's going on? What if um sure? What if uh, what if Kawhi comes back by being lowered down from the rafters and he's in like the crow makeup. And then he just starts beating up the warriors with a baseball bat. <laughs> wow. So, so, so he's in the, so he's sting is what you're saying. 
The wrestler yeah. Sting? Yeah. yeah. These the wrestler Sting. <laughs> Who's was based the, on the crow. Yeah, the was crow, the Sting right? just a crow? I think so. Wow. Sorry, I'm just yeah, kind of connecting did, those yeah, dots. Yeah, the crow was he, makeup. Yeah, he was basically just a crow. That's good, good on that guy. And he had a bat? <laughs> what a weird thing. So he was like the crow, but like uh, kind of like... Jason? Oh, wait, did Jason have a bat? Okay, I'm I'm I'm, no. I'm a bit too off topic. No, he just he lowered down and he beat up NWO with a baseball bat. Uh, yeah, he like lowered badass. down from the rafters in like a trench coat and with his hair all long in the crow makeup. The NWO. Cool. Do you think Kevin Nash or Hulk Hogan were ever like, hey, maybe we should get some baseball bats? <laughs> this guy always has a baseball nope, bat. I would love nope. it. None of if us have like storyline where like Kevin Nash shot sting <laughs> <laughs> but he thought he had a blank oh in his God. gun <laughs> um <laughs> that's the dumbest thing uh okay we, we, we got two more series got dark uh i don't know how long we're going to talk about this one unless uh either of you guys have interesting points but uh, yeah uh minnesota houston i think that the doubt of houston is kind of like a I don't know. It's been an over-exaggerated point. I think D'Antoni is a masterful coach, and I think Houston is just going to obliterate Minnesota. Yeah, but Minnesota but, has Tom Thibodeau. Right, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I guess oh, this wow. is, is this going to be the series where there's, there's only fo- 14 <laughs> players that play? Is this a series where, like, both coaches just overplay their guys? No, you know well, I mean? Minnesota might, but no, but Dan, Dan, Dan Tony does that. Like the, the, he's changed a bit this year, but he's like, you know, he's one of those coaches where he relies on like eight guys. He doesn't have a deep rotation. Um, okay, I'm I'm going to make a joke that some might deem somewhat offensive. Nice, but I do think Thibodeau is going to play uh, Jimmy Butler so much and so hard that by the end of the series, he will look like he has just escaped a concentration camp. Wow. You could have given any other, like, <laughs> tired or worn out. Sure, yeah. But you had to go con- yeah, no, yeah, I know. Camp. And then Will knew, you know, that that was one of those things where he was like, uh, I know where I'm going. I know it's not going to be popular. And uh, I'm going to end there still. Also, and- did you say some sort of concentration camp? <laughs> yeah, there have been multiple. Uh, yeah, there were multiple concentration camps. You, oh, know? I, I know. you know, we've scooted away from a couple topics already. <laughs> Let's scoot on by this one. Okay, I'm saying Houston and four. And I think Me too. and I think I think Thibodeau, after he loses the series, he's gonna be looking at the box scores from all the games and he's going to be like one more minute. I could have played Jimmy Butler one more minute. So, and he's gonna so break did down Jimmy play against uh Denver yesterday? I wasn't <laughs> able to watch the game. I don't know. Do you know, Will? Did did Jimmy uh, Butler come back against Denver yesterday? Uh, no, I think they Minnesota. Oh, did he? Did Jimmy Butler come back? Yeah, yeah Butler played, and Butler had an amazing. Game. Yeah, Butler Butler played his ass off, and the Nuggets really for like three quarters. Nurkic was the only guy who was going. It was kind of a bummer. I kind of wanted the Wolves to not make the playoffs. Me too. Just because I, I think, yeah, I think the Nuggets maximized their team and like really played hard and like. Me too. Were a good story, and the Wolves just like the Wolves bum me out, man. Like that team. That team is like the Wizards out west. They just like cannot fucking figure it out. And like Wiggins is not playing the way everybody thought he would. And like, uh, what's his face? Uh, this it's like they brought in Jimmy Butler, and he was supposed to be a complimentary player, and he immediately became by far their best player. Thank you for um. On that note, I think it's time for me to plug that I am in a new uh, CBC uh, miniseries called <laughs> The Wizards Out West. 
And uh, wow, that sounds it's that a group sounds of nice. It's a group of Canadian wizards who live in Saskatchewan. Cool, like it's just a bunch of good, good old boy wizards sure. just out there doing it, just fucking giving it. That right. sounds fun. Casting spells, drinking, <laughs> drinking beers. So that's gonna be it's gonna be popular popular with uh, all the uh, Sallies in Saskatchewan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Brett Butts in it. Oh yeah, a, a bunch of wizards go out to uh, work in the oil fields in Grand Prairie. <laughs> it's just Little oh, Moscow on the Prairie, but with wizards. <laughs> oh yeah, we fucking come out here to make uh, twenty seven bucks at the fucking Tim Hortons, you know. <laughs> All get, have, they all get sick from the tailing ponds. I think we have what? Do we have? Are we done? We have one more series. Ooh. So I'm saying four. I'm saying four. Uh, well, uh, oh yeah, four. It's gonna be like an embarrassment. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be bad. Okay. Well, this is the last series which I saved because I believe it to be my hottest take. Oh, uh, Miami against Philly. Uh, I do believe Miami's gonna win. Do you think I'm insane? Jesus Will. Christ. <laughs> Will, what, what, why, why am I, why am I so wrong that uh, because, that that Philly's going to lose this series? Because Philly has the two best players in the series, like hands down. Not yet, not even close. And, uh, I mean, Spolstra is the better coach, but like Brett Brown is a good coach, very good crazy. coach. Brett Brown that, had an awesome I was thinking, season. I was thinking the Sixers might end up in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. But they can't make it past the heat. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so so they, they won't make it to the second yeah, round. I just yeah, think I, those two, I, I think those two guys, like, I think Simmons has not at all, he's, like, handled the pressure of this year so well and has not shown. Simmons like, is fucking he just doesn't awesome. seem like the type of guy who's going to wilt under that kind of pressure. No. And uh, well, what's his face? The guy who loves feet. That dude is incredible Indeed. and already one of the best players in the NBA. <laughs> do you say the I guy who loves feet? Go nuts. Sorry, is it what? It, did, did did you say the guy who loves feet? Yeah. Well, uh, what's his? Uh, I can't remember his name jo- for Joel whatever Embiid? reason. I'm having a bad name day. Joel today. Embiid. But yeah, he used to. Go, yeah, Embiid used to go on like uh, like uh, like women's Instagram uh, pages and like ask them to show feet. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't. Know okay. That. <laughs> Wow, um, you know, fair enough. Go, go for it. Um, what'd you say? <laughs> okay, Matt's very far away from the mic, and he whispered something <laughs> about little piggies. Let's see them little piggies, is what he's asking. Matt, can you shut your own mic off? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was the dead eye stared when he said little piggies. Um, Adam, why, why, why am I absolutely out of my mind? Is it the star player thing? I don't think you're out of your mind. I just don't. I think Miami's going to cause Philadelphia some problems. So many problems. Um, I think they're a real gritty team. Mm-hmm. Guys like James Johnson mm-hmm. are going to cause a lot of problems. I like <laughs> Goran Dragic is obviously uh-huh. great. There's a lot of question marks in Philadelphia. They haven't been there before. What is, yes. uh, what is, uh, what is, uh, how, what's Embiid going to be like in the playoffs? Right. Does Embiid play 40 Can minutes Embiid a game? Can Embiid handle Kelly Olynyk? <laughs> Stuff like that. Can anyone handle <laughs> Kelly Olynyk? Uh, uh, so I don't think it's crazy. A Miami upset, I think, is in the cards. But yes. Philadelphia has won 200 games in a row and look unstoppable. Uh-huh. And they're going to keep that comedy train rolling in, into the playoffs. Uh, I think it's going to be playing. Like I saw the picture with the mask, but is he going to play in the first round? I don't know if he's going to play in the first round. Yeah. I think he might be back that's, in the first round. That's kind of going, that's part, part of my decision. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, no, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think that's 
a, a crazy hot take, but I do think Philadelphia is going to win. Okay. So the reason I'm saying the Heat in seven, you touched on a couple things. Uh, the Heat are plucky. They're disciplined. Yes, Philly has the stars. I, I would actually maybe even say that uh, Covington is better than uh, Dragic or Whiteside. Like I, I would even maybe even say that Philly has the three best uh, players in the series. But I think yeah. one D- thing... Defensive stalwarts oh, all over Oh, so Philly, good. So. No, it's going to be a, a, an amazing defensive series. Yeah. But I think... Um, Spo is going to out scheme Brown again. Again, like I think that there's a lot of things like on the margin here, but I think guys like Richardson and um, uh, Johnson and Dragic and Winslow and John and, and James Johnson uh, are just going to make life hell for Simmons and a guy like Reddick. I could see totally not showing up. Um, so what? yeah, no, I, I mean again, like I I don't think that like he's like a like a choke artist or something like that. But I think that Spo is going to identify him as like a very important cog and a very important shooter. And you put, yeah. if, when you put a guy like um, um, Josh Richardson on him, like that's what he does. Yeah. We've seen him do it to DeRozan. We've seen him do it to uh, uh, a lot of guys. And I think the Heat also foul like crazy. Yeah. So, um, oh, they're dirty. They're they so hard. dirty. And, and, and that's going to be allowed in this series. And these young guys like uh, Sharich and stuff are going to get no respect from the refs. And... And, you know, the, like Belly Nelly or Ilyasova, sure, they're nice additions, but I just think that um, we're going to see Philly lose their confidence throughout the series. And, uh, yeah. I'm- well, what, I think the biggest thing is how they're going to game plan against Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons can't shoot uh, mid-range. He can't jumpers. shoot. He has been operating so well in that space. But, again, in the playoffs, yep. it's like very much you like like I was saying with the Raptors. You know, if there's something you can't stop, you just like work at it, work at it. And I even think with um, uh, what's it called with Joel Embiid in the playoffs, there's going to be all sorts of ball denial he hasn't faced. So mm-hmm. there, there's going to be a bunch of times where they can't get Joel Embiid the ball. And I think that is going to be impactful. Yeah. Um, also with Simmons, if he tries to create space with the space that he's given and, and drive to the hoop, he's going to have to deal with Whiteside yeah, at the hoop. 100%. It's going to be um, hard. And also... I think I'm. I think I'm on your. I think. Am I swaying I you? No, no, no. Oh. Well, a little bit. I think if there's going to be an upset, it would be this series. Out yeah. Of all, out of all the series, it's it's weird with the Western Conference though, because yeah, because like there could be some upsets there. That's a. Re- but it's kind this of this like, is a real yeah. upset. If New Orleans, this is a real know, upset. This yes. is a real upset, yes. and I think it definitely could happen. And I because I like Spo, I like Whiteside. I'm agreeing with everything. Um, I just don't know. I think Philly's so hot right now. Philly's good, and Markel Fultz just had a like, triple double. Like we don't know. There's a lot of question marks in this series, and it's going to be really. I think so too. Yeah. What, what also, were you going to say? Simmons what? and uh, Simmons and Covington are like. How are? How is? Uh, here's the big question: How are the Heat going to score? Like, oh. I know that defense. Wins <laughs> They're basically into, not. Literally, going to, how are the Heat going to put points on the like? They have two of the Sixers have two of the best perimeter defenders yeah. and assuming Embiid comes back regular even if they get by those guys then they have to worry about Embiid it's just like well those three guys are hell to deal with well I got five words for you watch oh, out no. for Dwayne what Wade shit are you gonna say <laughs> watch, watch out, out for Dwayne Wade yeah they have a <laughs> no, four, no they have a 47 that, year old Goran Dragic they have an 82 year old Dwayne Wade. Wade is not why I think they're gonna win um but no I think a guy are like saying, Dragic, are you saying watch out for Dwayne Wade because he's gonna 
uh, crash his car into like an outdoor wedding when he forgets where he is and what he's doing while driving. <laughs> oh God, that's a that's like a, a that's for some reason a funnier type of tragic scenario. Um, okay, well uh, I know Will, you got to go to an audition. Uh, Matt, you got to go to an audition. Um, just one last kind of a uh, fun topic for this uh, playoffs. Uh, there was so much complaint about parody. Uh, last year, and I think that basically the way these playoffs are structured, that even if you know the Houston Rockets or or the Raptors go far, it's going to be something new, mm-hmm. and I think there's going to be upsets and, and different storylines. But um, who's the breakout player? So you know, it could be someone who's already kind of broken out this season, but proves himself in the playoffs. It could be someone who's just kind of out of nowhere, like y'all forgot about me type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, who's your breakout player? From any team. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a guy who goes to the conference finals. It could be someone who, you know, has a huge first round. Um, it, um, I can, uh, I can give you a minute too. Okay, so I, I'm, I have well, an answer a for huge this. first round or, well, I think just, just in general, like, like, like will be, in, so in, here's yeah. my crazy production in, in the summer who were like, Oh my God, that series. I think, I think Fultz is going to be, feeling it and play insanely well in the oh, playoffs. Oh, I love this take. I love that. My, oh my God. If Fultz or is my a huge series, be awesome. My reasonable take is I think people are finally going to, like, I think Chris Paul is going to be more instrumental to the Rockets' success in the playoffs. Also a good take. James I think Harden Chris Paul is, is going to just have the, he's going to have the, the playoffs that people have been wanting him to have his entire career. Um, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to end up winning finals MVP would be my like Whoa. medium take. Mm. Yeah, and that, also, that I is mean, a medium take. I can Chris see that in the playoffs, but like he, he like beat the Spurs that year when he was on the Clippers, when they played maybe the greatest first round series of all time. Players like, collapsing Paul, in the playoffs is like the game winning shot on like a broken yeah. leg or whatever. Like, so I think he's finally, he's got the supporting cast and he has like this stability behind him. I think he's going to be just a fucking monster in the playoffs and he's like rested and they've taken good care of him. I think he's just going to be a, a nightmare. Okay. Nice. Uh, Adam, who's your breakout? I got two. Cause I think both of them have big potential to be eliminated in the first round, but I know that they are underappreciated players. Uh, but Steven Adams, nice one or drew holiday. I really like drew holiday. And I, I <laughs> No that's so sad. Just no one talks about Drew Holiday ever, and he's so good. He really he's like he's yeah. this he's season, a player that people don't give a shit about. This season, he's like as good as Kyle Lowry, who people are like, oh, Kyle Lowry, you know. But yeah. Drew Holiday's great. Well, so, and, and, and Kyle Lowry as well has had a really sneaky good season. Like Zach Lowe was uh, um, uh, on a recent podcast with um, uh, I forget uh, Kevin something um, was say, yeah Kevin Arnovitz was saying that uh, he considered Lowry for all team defense. Yeah, which which to me was like what really, but um, yeah, like but, but anyways, yeah, Drew Holiday is one of those guys who's had a, a sneaky good. And who's your other guy? Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Yeah. I like it. Okay, you you ready for mine? Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm I'm putting too much on this, but I'm also feeling it, so I gotta say it. The breakout player for this playoffs. Jordan Kyle Lowry. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, that's a (laughs) really... I can't believe I'm actually saying that because it's such a stupid Homer thing. No. But I actually am feeling it because I think there's a nice mix of of less responsibility, Mm -hmm. more continuity, better system, 
less pressure, yeah. more support. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, and like really all he has to do is be an, uh, an unconscious um, – he has to be unconscious from three. And I don't mean making them. Mm-hmm. I mean taking them. Mm-hmm. And I think really that's all he needs to do to make this Raptor squad tick. Yeah. And if he does do that and I think he's going to – I think that it's going to open up everything, and he will also get hot. I think you're absolutely right, and I would like to change my answer to your answer. I think Kyle Lowry's going to have a monster playoff. I I mean, literally in two weeks, I could just be like having like a like a Raptor (laughs) season recap podcast, and I'm going to feel like (laughs) such an ass. But I I don't know why. I, I mean, I really do think that he's just primed for it, and yeah. I believe in Kyle. Yeah, because he shook him. Um, he like he shot perfectly. Fu- like he's had an I don't amazing. Know, everybody fell he's, apart. That he's third the in. He's third in the league. Year, but like last yeah. year, he didn't. He had a bad game one, and then he was like against the Bucks. He was very good. Like he did not have his regular problems against the Bucks. Although God, for God's sake, I can't believe he's got to play. He's gonna probably end up playing against George Hill in the like. Can the poor guy just not get away from George Hill for the love of God? Or how about this? Can he not get away from six, five point guards? Check this out. George Hill, (laughs) John Wall, Malcolm Brogdon. This poor guy is always up against someone who's five inches taller than him. But that's also what you do to a small guy. I think Brogdon is hurt, isn't he? I think he is. Yeah, I I, I think he was supposed to be back, but something has happened. Well, we're not going to see Jonathan or, yeah, we're not going to see Brogdon at all. No. Um, guys, uh, I also a, think, oh, um, of the, with the going along with the Raptors thing, I do, I very strongly believe CJ miles is going to end up winning a playoff game. Really? I, I could see you know, he's, he's someone yeah. who, if I'm not mistaken, has also had bad playoffs really in his career. Yeah. yeah. I think CJ miles yeah. could be a real like shot, sneaky like, when we, steal a game. When we played them, I, I think he shot something like 25% from three. And that's why the story was Solomon Hill. It was like Solomon Hill's on fire. It was like it was like because it was CJ Miles wasn't doing anything. But again, I think yeah, yeah, he had to do too much. It's like the Raptors are literally going to put him out on the floor with four dudes from the bench or three dudes from the bench and somebody else. And be like, take five threes in three minutes. And they're going to be like, hey man, just fucking bomb it. And he's going to end up going like five of eight, six of eight, one night. And yeah. They're going to end up winning by seven points. And it's going to be like, well, what the hell were the wizards supposed to do against a guy who, you know, scored 24 points and had the ball in his hands for 25 total seconds. If CJ has a game where he gets hot, whoever we're playing against is yeah. going to get blown to smithereens. Yeah. Um, just oh, yeah. Cause, cause that's I think such a win, like the Raptors win every game where he, shoots the lights out don't if, they if anyone if any one single player is hot from three we generally blow teams out <laughs> yeah. um that, like, like that speaks a lot about our shooting problem i know that we just need one guy to shoot well and then we're absolute monsters yeah. and that might happen with jordan peterson oh my god <laughs> get out of here it'll um, be just like the andre ingram is that the guy's name yeah. who was uh, the on Reality the lakers game. He's going to be like, who knew, oh, that, yeah, the who knew that I was just uh, at home writing my men's rights activist book uh, just <laughs> okay, 10 hours ago. And now, now I'm <laughs> oh, leading the Raptors to the finals. Wow. Um, I, my deepest uh, <laughs> condolences to everyone who ever tunes into this podcast. We have like, we, I think our, our listenership has been cut by like 30% permanently going forward. <laughs> Um, because we've just, we've hurt so many different people in so many ways. Um, but it was a good time. Uh, look, I'm excited for the playoffs. Listen, if you look, I'm sorry. If you listen 
to the words that Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh my God! You no. say and you say these sound sensible. <laughs> if if you listen to a man rant about how Frozen is the chaotic dragon of the but will will have you watched of all being, of his videos and read so all of his books and, uh, and and you need to you need to beat him in a debate. Well. Before, Look, listen. If you disagree with him, you need to beat him in a debate. Uh, well, oh fuck, I can't remember. There's a comic I knew back in Calgary who was on Facebook talking about how Jordan Peterson is good, and I was just about to shit on him, but I can't remember his name now. This is brutal. <laughs> well, we'll we'll tag him. You know, we've shat on a bunch of people, so we'll throw some some yeah. we'll throw some fucking slights in our tags yeah. too. Um, yeah, look, I I make fun of Ennis because I I love Ennis and Ennis he's is a, a dear friend. Like. <laughs> God, man, fucking Jordan Peterson, like... No, he's a devil. This is, it's it's the greatest... People here always want to talk about how, like, nice and, like, regular and good Canadians are. Yeah, but they don't... I really hope Jordan Peterson finally puts it into perspective, like, just how unbelievably stupid we can be (laughs) as well. Oh, yeah. You know how many... Okay, you know what? I'm going to go off a bit here. You know how many shitty people are from Toronto? A lot, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stephen Harper, Kelly Leach, Gavin McGinnis, Jordan Peterson. We're our own friggin' like breeding ground for pieces of shit. Anyway. I mean, the Ford brothers. Like, yeah, I didn't even mention the Ford brothers, okay? We're, we're, we're anyways, yeah. you know what? I love basketball and fuck all those people. How about that? Um, Will, you, you, just, uh, you just completed an album and every single person should uh, download it on iTunes mm-hmm. and listen to it and you're hilarious. Tell them, uh, is there any other places that they should be finding this that's not on iTunes? What's the album called? Uh, it's called Fuck This Guy. Uh, <laughs> Fits. And uh, I don't know. You can buy it. Uh, hell, you can listen to it on Title if you want. Whoa! It's like on wow. Amazon, Google Play. Pardon me, Title. Like it just, it's just like wherever. And if you want to, uh, and if you want to just like Venmo me nine dollars, I will email it to you directly with I don't know bonus content. Oh, also, I have a I have a thing where if you buy it and then send me proof of purchase to the email address Will Weldon Album at gmail.com i will email you in return a reason i am ashamed of myself (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that actually sounds pretty fun uh it sounds uh yeah for sure like you're torturing yourself but uh um fun for your your fans um adam you got anything uh coming up you want to plug no Okay. I don't cool. think so. No, Adam's out of the game, folks. He's well, sucks. What am I going to go watch no. my? I'm taping a Halifax comedy special, so watch that in four years when it airs. <laughs> nice. Adam, yeah, uh, Adam, do you still need? Uh, are you guys still looking for a permanent residence? No, we found a place in um, the annex. So Beautiful. see everybody okay, well, at the green. Okay. Room. Well, I guess fuck me for trying to be nice then. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. You know, I think. <laughs> wow. So many. You know what, Matt? Do you, do you got anything to plug? Uh, no, no plugs for me today. Okay. Well, that's it then. That's it for the pod. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you, Adam. Um, hey, uh, I'd, uh, 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 you know what? Never mind. I was just going to be a prick for no reason. So sorry. Just keep no. going. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, you know what? Be- well, what were you going to say? Now I'm curious. Yeah, I'd love to hear <laughs> it. I want to know what no, you were no, going to say. I'd love to hear what I was just gonna, I was just going to take a shot at what Matt should plug, but it doesn't It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> okay. uh, I don't, I don't really, like, I know Matt by far the worst out of <laughs> all three of you, so. No, Matt, Matt likes you, so you can be an asshole to him. <laughs> 
No, no, it's fine. Look, maybe, uh, you know, on the like 10 year anniversary show, uh, when we're all begging for the Raptors to contract, have me back on and I'll tell you what I was going to say. Okay. I love it. <laughs> all right. Okay. Hey. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Adam. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. If you could do a rating on whatever podcatcher you listen to, that'd be great. And we will see you during the playoffs. Thanks.